Hey everyone, this is Cicely from Real Snobs. I'm bringing you yet another episode from our archives. This is definitely one of my favorites and I'm sure Kalina will say the same. This is gonna piggyback off of the previous one about Project Almanac. It was recorded again in the summer of 2015 where we're discussing some of our favorite time travel movies and the do's and don'ts, the movies that worked and the movies that didn't. I hope you enjoy. Yay! Hey, we're back. I feel like we've been going a long time, and we it really have. hasn't been that long. I just feel like I think it's been a couple of weeks. Since we've recorded last. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, I miss you. I miss you too. <laughs> Although we did have a really nice ladies night when we our did. friend came in town. We did. We had fun. We need to do those more often. Like, yeah, we do. Definitely. And I felt bad because we, we bought all this wine. This was right before 4th of July. We bought all this wine for this 4th of July cookout and didn't have any for the cookout left. I after felt our ladies so night. bad. You, well, I brought that bottle yeah, for you guys. Yeah. How and was it, by the way? Oh, we still have it. I oh, haven't, okay. I haven't opened it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll save it for the next latest night. Yay. So at the same time, I haven't actually been to the movies lately. It's, we're kind of at a weird movie period right now where I feel like a lot of the kind of B movies have been coming out. We're in between the big blockbuster hits. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not, I don't know. I'm not like really motivated to see anything right now. I know Ant-Man's about to come out and my husband really wants to see that. And I'm like... Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with Ant-Man as well. But I mean, I'm going to see it. Yeah. But I'm like, eh. I think a lot of movies that are coming out this summer, that's how I feel like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not in a rush, but we'll see it. But we do have things to talk about. Um, kind of continuing the vibe that we've been discussing for the past couple of episodes. We've been discussing a lot of AI, mm-hmm. um, a lot of sci-fi elements in films. The last short I think I recorded was about um, Project Almanac, which right. in, um, discusses time travel. And if you heard that short, if you haven't, you need to listen to it. Um, but if you heard it, then you will know well, I was upset about this movie because, one, it kind of broke a lot of rules that have been established in the industry from um, some very notable movies about time travel. Mm-hmm. And so we decided, hey... Let's talk about time travel. Let's yes. take a step back because there's so many great movies um, that have discussed discussed it. They have their own um, uh, rules, their own what's what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, not their the own, universe, their but own their way own, of doing it. Yeah, their own way of doing it. So, what makes good time travel movies or stories? Um, what makes kind of sloppy ones? Let's discuss. Let's. Kalina. Yeah. Are you a fan of when they when they get into the very, very, very serious topic? To me, it's a serious topic because it's so easy to do it wrong. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I um while I appreciate the the sci-fi element uh, you know, or the the topic of time travel, 
I'm not married. I don't know. Let's, let's let me think about this. I'm not so much interested in how exactly they do it. Just the fact that someone's attempting to try to, you know, explain how things are done and yeah, you know, and it always involves a lot of gadgetry and a lot of like, think about this and this physics involved always and all yeah. blah, blah. And somehow, you know, Einstein is thrown in there and, <laughs> and you know, they always do that. Um, well, see, I do appreciate when it's movies... always at the hand of some mad person too, like a mad scientist kind of thing. Often, yeah, often. often. It's like I, I, I figured out how to. I'm, I'm, I'm channeling um, your boy uh, from Back Lloyd. to the Future. Yeah, I'm channeling him because mm-hmm. he's. When you think about time travel in movies, he's the person. Yeah. That immediately pops <laughs> into your brain, and you were like, "That's when I think of time travel. I think of him. I think of a whole kinds of gadgets. I think of like." circuitry and wires and then yeah you know you're blasting off somewhere <laughs> uh there have been other movies and i don't think we got into it into detail but they deal with time travel in a slightly different, different fashion sense. yeah uh, it's a lot more subtle and it's like you know all of the cool elements are always there like the the cool machines and gadgets and things but it's not so much a mad scientist person yeah i think i i do appreciate kind of the departure that people do for time travel movies like when they can try to find their own spin because um there is that basic formula to it like you said kind of uh, a scientist some formulas all that stuff and so when um a movie departs from that and they make it in a or like an organic fashion or they don't really focus on the how they focus more on the consequences of it mm-hmm. i i think i appreciate that more because we're in an age like i mean we we don't really know how um and to kind of before talking about movies some of the shows that discuss time travel in a sense um a lot of shows discussed it but also kind of blended it to, blended that topic with alternate universes. Yes. And it's hard to Which really... Which is something I'm actually very interested yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. love that topic. So when you kind of blend both, you just get... My mind explodes. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and, uh, you know, like some shows that did that were like Fringe. Mm-hmm. I love Fringe to death. Um, A lot of Fringe fans out there. A Terminator, the Terminator series, not the movies. And we will talk about the movies in a bit, but the series um, really, I mean, the whole the whole genre of Terminator really explored time travel and how that, it, not really alternate universes, but how it changes our universe. So there's kind of, they're working on that linear timeline. Yeah. Whereas there's other theories as we have alternate universes, meaning there's, Anything that could happen on any timeline at any time already exists. And when we kind of time travel, we may kind of either jump between alternate universes or alternate timelines uh, that already exist. Right. I don't know which theory I um, subscribe to more. I'm mm-hmm. like, let's just go with whatever. You know, <laughs> let's just go with whatever. If, if you're going to pick it's just the, the linear, if you're going to pick the one timeline that goes off into different directions and the other ones fizzle, then cool. Let's do that. That, um, to start that off, we were talking about Back to the Future. And to me, I think Back to the Future is probably the earliest movie kind of like that I could think of. Kind of 
you know, popular. Yeah. At, at least in my life yeah. and um, in my generation, that's the earliest real reference to exploring time travel and doing it in a fashion where one, how they did it makes sense, but two, it also is not that serious. Right. Which makes it more enjoyable for a broader audience. Right. And they subscribe to the linear timeline. So, okay. If I, to slightly backtrack. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about movies that incorporate how they explain time travel, how they explained how it or, or just kind of the different, the different aspects of time travel that they incorporated in the movie. Okay. Because if you, because from so talking about the different universes mm-hmm. and parallel universes, that really is a form of time travel mm-hmm. because you're completely going to a different, not a different time on a linear time scale. It's an equal and opposite almost time. Yeah. Um, and in that regard, I'm actually thinking about the Tron movies, Disney's mm-hmm. Tron, because his, he was in a world in the, in our world, in our time, but then somehow Flynn figured out how to get into the computer's time. But that's not a different universe. It's just... Is he, it, I mean, not, I guess not in the sense of when we're talking about parallel universes. It's more... It's just a... It's a it's parallel like, universe. It Sicily. is. Because but it's... I mean, it? just because it is, um, it is a universe that he created, that doesn't mm, make it true. any less a parallel universe. And him being able to jump between our time and the time in that machine, that doesn't make it any less a time travel. Well, I guess I'm, I'm thinking of it not in the traditional sense of a parallel universe, because in the traditional sense, a parallel universe means there is another earth where there's another you, there's another everything, um, or the at least the basis that there could be another of everything. Whereas with Tron, it's a totally different um, ex- not existence, but a totally different matrix. It's like, it's more like the matrix when you think about <laughs> it. Like it's a computer program. So it's either being, there in- are people out there that think that we're in a computer program right now. I mean, true. And these, all these ideas of different parallel universes and different universes. And I things wonder are just- what they would call that genre. Cause I don't think I would call it alternate or parallel universe, but that's an interesting topic. Like, the genre where, like Tron or The Matrix, where it's kind of a world within a world within a world within, within a world. world. Um, there have been yeah. other movies that explored that. So we may, because we let's even to... think about getting down. Let's say we, uh, you know, time travel is really now. That I think about it, it's deeply entrenched in the media that we watch and we consume. I mean, I'm even thinking this is going to be really pushing it. But think about that cartoon. Um, magic school bus and how Mm -hmm. they would take the school bus down to like the cellular level and the Mm -hmm. molecular level and all that stuff. And that's not time travel. Well, I don't know the science, but wouldn't (laughs) it be interesting to think about when you're at the molecular level or even the atomic level, how time is different time goes differently. Yeah. Wouldn't that then be time travel? Yes and no. Okay. Yes, in a sense, I guess. Okay. I mean, you can compare that to like the the lifespan of an ant. The the uh, ant will see time differently than we would because our lifespan is different. Okay. So that's the, um, that is more the relative notion of time, but I don't think it's really time travel. So then, in that regard, 
when we going back to a couple episodes when we talked about interstellar mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. how you were, were explaining to me the idea of the train and you being on the train versus someone watching the train going quickly mm-hmm. isn't that the same sort of thing isn't that jumping between those perspectives time travel well you're right okay you're right because from our perspective no you are not even a scientist no you're (laughs) right and it is it is a different way of thinking of of it because from our perspective on earth Mm -hmm. when we're talking about interstellar and theory relativity and all that um they the people that traveled to um the other universe or the other solar system did essentially travel through time because they're in our future. They're in a future that hasn't happened for earth yet. So in that sense, yes. Okay. And that's interesting. I'm glad that you brought that up because that's that's just an interesting th- way to, to think about. It. I don't think anyone's really explored time travel mm-hmm. that way in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of maybe isolate into its own pocket, but Possibly. no, that, I think that's a good point. Um, Contact did that as well. Yes, they did. Yeah, Contact. But let's let's to um, backtrack to yeah back, back to, to the, the future because I feel like to me Back to the Future established a lot of the rules that. I, I hold other movies too. Okay. And I, it, it, even if the movie, another movie doesn't follow the same rules, as long as they kind of follow their own rules and it makes sense if they kind of make that departure. Mm-hmm. But I want to discuss the rules that at least back to the future kind of established the okay. basic rules of time travel. Okay. Okay. Per back to the future. <clears throat> yeah. Per back to the future. One of the things, because they're working on the linear time okay. line, if if you traveled to the past and you did something, you know, any any action that you have done can alter that timeline, the future. And they show that at times where Marty, Marty McFly, Marty made, McFly. Uh, he changed something which actually um, made the I guess the current or the new timeline where he may not exist right. because like his parents weren't about to get together and he started fading and all that you know he will look at a picture some a relic that he had of the future and he mm-hmm. will see his his brother and sister fading I always subscribe to that like you know going back in the past if you mess something with the past how that is going to the timeline that you have always been aware of is going to change but I always liked how they show the physical manifestation of that. Yeah. And there have been other shows or movies that have that same theory, but sometimes things don't change. I see. And I always like wonder that, like the uh the movie you talked about last week. Um yeah, yeah, that bothered me yeah. a lot. Um it bothered me, okay, with with Project Almanac, why it bothered me is because they were referencing movies like back to the back to the future and other things and they it's, it's kind of like they made their rule but then they didn't go by it I see. What, I see well no i'm sorry actually let me correct myself their rule that rule did hold true in that movie where you go back in the past and you do change that timeline my problem was and i'm comparing this to butterfly effect okay 
My problem was is that they don't remember the changes that happen. Looper and Butterfly Effect both um, both incorporated an element where if you go back in the past and change, you have new memories now right. because they're still working on that linear timeline. Right. So you know they would get headaches or something because they 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 had all these memories that just now flooded their mind right. even though they their physical body hadn't actually experienced that time mm-hmm. their timeline had so um that was that made sense to me with project almanac it was kind of like they're just going doing whatever and then they will jump back to the to their present mm-hmm. quote unquote present and they didn't have any memories of why of all the events that changed because of their actions, you know, all the, um, the butterfly effect of their actions they weren't aware of. So that to me tells me that they were operating kind of on that, um, multi timeline, alter, like parallel timeline type theory. Okay. And maybe when they were jumping back to their present, no, it's not their present is the present that, that aligns to whatever change that they did. Okay. Well, what movies to you followed the, the rules set by, um, your back to the future sort of rules? Um, well, definitely like I mentioned, um, yeah. butterfly effect and looper. looper. I think those were mm-hmm. really good examples. I liked of looper it. a lot. Yeah, it, it was really good. Although the end still, the end got a little sloppy with the whole time travel notion and all that. But for the most part, yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, another. Okay. So this is kind of, this movie is a little different because um, it's the time traveler's wife. Okay. I hadn't seen this in a long time. So my memory of it is not as sharp, but it was interesting. Cause it's not, even though there's sci-fi elements about it, it's really a romance movie. Okay. Um, and they explore time travel as more of this genetic disorder, like just genetic anomaly, similar to how um, Ashton Kutcher's character could do something kind of organically and yeah. butterfly effect. It was the same thing, but this guy didn't have control over it. Okay. So he was jumping through time and somehow experienced this relationship with this woman, with his wife, who was aware of his condition, but only could like... Um, get pieces of it Mm -hmm. and if i can remember i think he he did jump back and forth like he wasn't always going to the future he would go sometimes to the past as well so he wasn't always sure he was very out of sync with her timeline he wasn't always sure where they were when he would jump into that current timeline gotcha um but even though i mean it it was different from back to the future i felt like they still kind of held close to the basic rules that to me back to the future laid out. Yeah. Um, there are other TV shows obviously that also do the same uh, more t- I appreciate the TV shows that are, that a little more anal about not affecting anything in the like past. What? Like which one? Um, actually they're a continuum. Yeah, I, okay. Continuum yeah, I, um, I totally forgot about Continuum. I was kind of into this for about two seasons, kind of fell off yeah. after a while. But that one was very, very, that followed the rules to a T. Because mm-hmm. if you hadn't seen Continuum, it was a Canadian sci-fi show that came on sci-fi. Sci-fi. Of course, sci-fi. 
<laughs> and it starts as um, a lady from the future who was part of kind of this fol- police force who they use time travel or no, she, she got caught up in time travel, like a time travel bubble or a, a, a ripple mm-hmm. um, and went back to the past um, where a, I guess you want to call it a terrorist group. Okay. There was a group of people that wanted to stop certain events from happening in the past that um, would have created a future that they were they that was undesirable. They they were basically inmates, prisoners about to um, be put to death when this happened. So they jumped back in time to to basically be the founders of the movement that hopefully would change things in their future. It's weird. It was one of those kind of chicken and the egg type thing. Like Mm -hmm. this movement already happened in the future, but these people were caught and they were going back in time to, if I can't, I can't remember exactly why, but I think they were trying to meet with like the founder and be like the, that inspiration, like make sure that he actually fulfills his destiny. So Mm -hmm. It's one of those like weird time loops, like right. if you never went back in time, what would have happened type thing. Right. Um, Terminator does the same thing. But she gets caught up in their little ripple, so she goes back in the past, and all she wants to do is get back home. Mm-hmm. She's trying to find ways, but also because she knows as a cop, she knows who these people are, she knows their missions, she's trying to also capture them and all this, but she's being extremely careful not to give an, any information about the future or about like, you know, affecting anything because she knows of, she thinks she's scared that she may not have a home to get back to. She's so scared that the, the time, um, the timeline that she is a part of is going to change so drastically from the smallest thing that she won't get back to her husband or her son. Mm-hmm. So I think that that was an excellent way of, incorporating those rules yeah i um want to talk about time loops now in okay films uh obviously everyone knows the famous groundhog day movie, yeah where you keep reliving the same day over and over and how frustrating that's got to be oh yeah you know like you're you're trying to just break this loop and you know if you have to you have to do something it's like it's always supposed to be learning the key to unlocking the time loop. Yeah. And so you can continue with the linear (laughs) timeline and it's, it's still a form. It's a form of time travel. No, it is. Because again, like you said, one of the rules is you remember what happened. Yeah. And you keep remembering. So every single time you go in this loop, you remember all the past times you were in this loop. And so you're every loop, you're wiser, better or whatever. You try to figure out how to break it. Um, and I didn't get to speak about this um, uh, last time we or last couple times we recorded, but I wanted to talk about Edge of Tomorrow. Really. Yeah, because that's, so, that's an excellent example of it. It was an interesting film. Uh, this is starring um, Tom Cruise and um, oh, I forgot the um, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hold on. It's going to come to Emily me. Emily Blunt. 
I love Emily Blunt. Blunt. I do too. I, I really like her as an actress. I've seen her. Well, the first time I saw her at, in Devil Wears Prada, I said, "This chick really? is going places." <laughs> I didn't. I'm sure she was in stuff before that. Yeah. But that was the movie. I forgot she was in that. that. Made me pay attention to her. Her character was perfect. But back to the um, movie itself. Um, Edge of Tomorrow follows a um, the story in which an alien uh, race or, or whatever, some aliens come to earth and start basically taking over the world, knocking out one army at a time. And because of this new enemy from outside the planet, the whole world, this basically starts a new world order. Mm -hmm. So the whole world now is one main country, I guess. And they have one world force basically. And even though there's different countries, but they all have, it's like the UN force, like on steroids <laughs> and like every single army, um, military, whatever is all together fighting this alien army. Um, and they can't figure out how to stop them and they're getting, uh, pummeled and earth is about to fall under control of this alien force and tom cruise plays this i guess captain lieutenant or whatever he's one of those that he he didn't he didn't really really earn his title lieutenant yeah he didn't earn the title he's more he got promoted because of people you know Yeah. yeah he's a pr guy he's a pr guy and he got promoted and that's what happens when you get in these big you know, conglomerate bureaucratic things. Like mm-hmm. sometimes people just slip up and fall, go through. Somehow he gets caught by the leader of this particular army and or brigade or whatever, and they put him into rank, and he ends up having to go to the front lines to fight these aliens. And, of course, he gets killed. Well... When he gets killed, though, something happens. Well, um, to, I'm going to go back. Okay. So basically he gets killed. And then he wakes up at the same time he was dropped off to go to this army thing. Mm-hmm. So this movie was great. I did not expect this movie yeah, to be this exactly. good. Yeah, exactly. I, I really loved it. I wish I had actually seen it in theaters. Um, so when I did see it, um, a few months ago, I said, yes, <laughs> I, I I understand this. I like this. And it is, it is very interesting to see what happens when you try to learn how to break a time loop. It's, it's, it's similar to like Groundhog Day. After a while, you know, you're depressed and all that. You're fighting it, all that. But after a while, you figure out, you kind of accept it or learn how to live with it or, or become, learn how to be better yeah. with it. And during that movie, you know, he used that opportunity to train, to actually become like an actual force mm-hmm. instead of just this PR guy that's out there not knowing what he can do. He memorizes things. He actually is like, okay, let me do something about this, not necessarily just to stop it, mm-hmm. um, but to change the whole outcome. Yeah. Change the whole, like he could actually change the outcome of the war. Yeah. And it's Emily Blunt's character that really, really, um, kind of provokes that change in him. Right. Um, at first forcefully, but, <laughs> um, eventually he, he becomes what I like 
that this movie did and what Groundhog Day didn't do was that they explained how the time loop happened, happened. in the first yes. place. Because in Groundhog Day, he's like, I don't know why, but I got to learn. And, oh, I learned a lesson. Everybody's happy. Yeah. But that's what happens when you have a rom-com, right? Yeah. So in this one, they dug deep. And he was like, how, not only am I going to use this to it at my advantage, but how in the world did this even happen in the first place? Yeah. And every, after the first several times, he starts to get more and more clues. Well, no, they, they figured out yeah. what happened. They did. They figured it out. They yeah. get more and more clues. No, I mean, I he thought died they, a few No, times. they figured it out. Like when, when Emily Blunt's character introduced him to her underground team. But I'm saying they, before that, he had died several times. And he got up to a point, he kept getting closer and closer to her mm-hmm. to the point where she was, then that was when she said, okay, you are, you and I have experienced the same thing. Okay. I don't, I don't experience it anymore. Oh, I see. I but see what you're saying. from what you're telling me, from the things you're saying, I get it. Because yeah. by the time he's in this loop, she's not looping anymore. Yeah. Just her, her own loop. So she apparently... There's a there, one of the aliens. Okay, so basically these aliens. It's like an alpha. Right. So they these aliens have the power to control time. Yeah. And that's how they've been able to win all of these battles so far. Yeah, they can and anticipate anything any what's going to happen because they've already experienced it. Right. So when what, they're about to die, instead of dying, they basically just go back. They go back. They reset, or right. is what they call it. Correct. And he got caught up in the reset bubble. <laughs> right. And the reason why he, he got caught up in the reset bubble was because he killed one of these alpha alien things that was looked different from the other ones. And there's a few of them around in all these different yeah, areas but they're of the protected. world. And they're protected. So when he saw this one, he killed it, and somehow parts of its... Blood. Blood or plasma or whatever got into him. And that's how yeah. it started his own time loop. So he essentially geeked the power from these guys. And it was so interesting to see how the people, as every every time he came back around, he was affecting everybody. So after a while, it was easier for him to even convince the other people he needed to convince Every that was time. hilarious. Yes. Like. <laughs> his little, his army group or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that they were so cute. <laughs> I liked them. And, you know, like the big guy, he, you know, kept watching him get killed over and over. So after a while, he knew, like, push him out of the way a little bit at a certain mm-hmm. time and blah, blah, blah. It was kind of a zero to hero type story, which yes. you liked. Yes. I and like even for that. Tom Cruise, I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan. And usually he's always the hero. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was refreshing for him to kind of be that role, that zero at first. Yeah, just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just here for You know, that. another time loop movie that's kind of similar um, in some elements is Source Code. Did you ever see that? Yes. I remember with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's been a while since I saw that, but, and I, I do see that was the movie I saw at the drive-in that was like, uh-uh. I Why did I see, see this, this again? Because I feel like I couldn't <laughs> absorb it the way I needed to because I was so distracted. But, um, and I, I actually own that. I need to look at it again because I haven't in a while, but I, I, I like it. It is like, you know, going back and trying over and over and over this one moment that you're living to to change the outcome yeah it is frustrating it's very frustrating um but l- unlike well no i will say i was gonna say unlike um bill murray because tom cruise was the same problem he um jake gyllenhaal's character was doing it voluntarily right um 
there are a lot of other that's a it's a good topic um time loops um as well and there are a lot of other movies that i didn't realize would be considered time loop movies because we're thinking of like a very specific time that's being handled over and over well, and like over, a deja but, vu sort of yeah thing. but the movie deja vu uh, why don't I remember that one? Uh, with Denzel, Denzel Washington, and oh um, yes, okay. Um, what's my call? It's ex-wife. Uh, Robin Thicke's Paula Patton, Paula, yeah. whatever her name is. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's considered one too. Um, Twelve Monkeys. I I loved Twelve Monkeys. Wow. That was one of my favorite movies growing up. Yeah. 12 monkeys yeah i remember that yeah and that's that's one just that actually i feel like looper i mean obviously bruce willis was in both but yeah. looper reminds me of 12 monkeys a little bit too yeah uh, less crazy but the same kind of feel as the future sending these people back for um particular reasons so on that let's go ahead and talk about the terminator mm -hmm. series Yes, let's talk about the mess that it's become. Let's talk about what they did so right in the beginning. Yes. Have you seen the latest one? No. We're going to have to, we should see this together. I don't know if I want to. Okay. I will, but. <laughs> we should go see. <laughs> you can't Before it goes, you please. It'll be a date. Okay. So we should go see Will it because. Will you buy me popcorn? I'll buy you popcorn. Okay. I'll buy you whatever you want, sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> We're going to the good theater. <laughs> We getting food and chicken. <laughs> food and chicken. It's food whatever. and chicken. Yeah, because they have chicken in the okay. theaters now. You know what I'm saying. Back to Terminator. Back to Terminator. Mm -hmm. They started out so well. I really enjoyed Terminator, Terminator 2. You know, Not the third. No, the fourth the third, one was okay. But, it was different, you know, but it was okay. And Terminator the series was my, actually was okay. Yeah. Terminator 2 was my favorite of yeah. them. Um, and it's about, in the future, the machines rose up and tried to kill all the humans or whatever. Uh, but the humans created the machines. And so somehow the, the humans were able to program some other machines to go back in time or whatever no it's what more happened? machines creating machines it oh was after the, a while the machines it was a movie machines. that discussed the singularity what the point the dude in, that they were trying to save this whole time the guy john connor yeah john connor so what they're trying to do okay basically it's it's a movie that discusses a singularity the point in time when ai becomes um more intelligent than humans when they 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 don't need us anymore because they can create themselves i see and so there was a point, um, Judgment Day, mm -hmm. when a virus um, basically al allowed AI to see humans as a threat. Mm -hmm. And so any type of technology, any whatever, they basically aimed everything at humanity, whatever. So from that point on, people, humans, were um, scarce, but John... John Connor led, he was, he was a leader no, led, um, um, in resistance. the fight. Yeah. The resistance against right. them. And so the AI of the future created terminators to go back in time to kill John Connor. So they don't have that nuisance anymore. Right. Um, 
so that was the that was the premise of like the original, the original tournament. One. Yeah. And for the most part, that's still kind of the premise of all of them where they're always trying to go back and correct their issue because anytime they went back um, because they're going back in the past and changing things, things change with their timeline. But doomsday always seems to happen no matter even if that date shifted Mm -hmm. or how things created it shifted it always seems to happen that's what the series explored that that no matter what it seems to always happen so it becomes more of them in the past somewhat just trying to uh, protect themselves protect Mm -hmm. john connor Mm-hmm. knowing that he's important, he's vital for the future. So at the same time, the humans of the future sent Cal Reese back in um, the past to protect John Crichton. Right. Not John Crichton. Yeah, I'm thinking John of Farscape yeah, John Connor. Um, so that was the premise. And that's that was a good story and all. Where Terminator went wrong is they got lost in their whole, their, their timeline. They have not only time loops, the paradoxes, all sorts of stuff. They keep going back and keep changing things that don't really coincide with their previous movies or shows. And their own explanation is just like, Oh, well, you know, the timelines change, the timelines change, the timelines change. Well, after a while that just becomes really messy. Yeah. And it's hard to know what's going on, who's fighting who, like the whole, the whole series is just weird. Plus them changing the people after the Terminator two. Yeah. Changing Sarah Connor changing, or I mean, John Connor is going to change because he's growing up, right, right. but they keep changing the people so drastically. Now I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't really be invested in them because they're always just new faces. In the way. So you're not so much uh, opposed to the movie, uh, the the subject matter of the movie as much as it keeps getting rebooted somewhat. It keeps getting rebooted and convoluted. Yeah. Like the original story was a good story. kind of doesn't need to continue over and over and over. Right, Why are you like finding it. you're recycling the same thing? Yeah. Like in this movie, we see elements and they're always something that they're trying to change. In the fourth one, the element that they were tra- changing was this dude. Um, I don't remember the actor's name, but the actor that played in Avatar, mm-hmm. this dude who was from, I guess, our present or sometime that was sent to the future and they didn't really explain that if they sent him to the future or if they just cryopreserved him or what. But basically, he woke up in the future and he was half human, half he was bas- uh, basically an android. Yeah. At this time, that was to me. I'm like, okay, that's an interesting story, and that's fine as kind of a spinoff. But it didn't really need to be part of the real, the full Terminator yeah. story because it's its own thing. Yeah. But, they still threw John Connor and his wife in there and all the, and the resistance. So it, it it's like, if you're going to do that, then have it be its own spinoff and its own entity. Don't really throw it back to the main. And now this new one, what, uh, I, and I hadn't, haven't seen it, but just from what I heard that now John Connor is like being reprogrammed or something like, yeah. It's so, it, I don't know. That's why we need to go see it. So we can be snobbish about it. And oh, talk. I'm going to be. I'm going <laughs> to be. <laughs> um, I feel like we can't not do this kind of episode and not talk about, at least honorably mention, 
if it's honorable at all, hot tub time machine. I didn't see that. <laughs> you might as well say Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Did you not see Bill and Ted's back no, then? No, I did. Okay. That was enough. I didn't need to see that Hot Tub. That was enough. No, I'm saying. It's basically Hot Tub Time Machine is this age is Bill and Ted's. Oh, yeah. I didn't need to say that. <laughs> I saw enough previews But how cool? I mean, it's like dudes. It's basically dudes taking yeah. advantage of a time machine that they found randomly and just having fun with it. <laughs> and, you know... Forgetting any consequences that may or may not happen. They're just trying to get hot chicks and, you know, It's food. a stoner film. And stoned, yeah. Mm. I mean, you know, you can have fun with time, with time travel. You can be serious with time travel. I think that Hollywood is fascinated with this yeah. idea. And I think science, you know, I think Interstellar is the most sophisticated thus far movie talking about time travel in any capacity well yeah movie maybe but if you really want to talk about sophistication and time travel you must talk about star trek the next generation all right which really introduced me to the space time continuum and everything that made my head go oh god (laughs) (laughs) which that's why i loved interstellar because it had so many of those moments and i was like star trek Oh no, I'm not watching it, but you, you know. Uh, no, I know what you're saying. No, I get it. I'm I'm just not a, a Trekkie like you are. That should change. It's not gonna. <laughs> not that I don't uh, appreciate it. I I honestly do. I'm just not like obsessed with it. Star Wars neither. I'm not as, uh, obsessed with Star Wars, but that's people love. I mean, I'm probably gonna you know get some people on me you know for saying this. But yes. I'm, I'm I don't care. I mean, I'm I'm fine with both kinds of stories i just look at it more of the creative aspect and not Mm -hmm. so much the geekdom of the science behind things Mm -hmm. um not that again i do appreciate it i'm just not like into the whole well see star trek has science behind it right star wars has fantasy behind it right yes i said that come (laughs) after me um so yeah if you want to get serious about science okay tricky all right fine (laughs) i'll think about it I'll consider it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that you're not going to go wrong if you're looking for, you know, some decent time travel movies out there or time looping. There's movies. oh, you know, there's some other kind of um, other ones that aren't as well thought of as time travel. Did you ever see a movie Frequency? I feel like I have. That one was a good movie. Um, it was probably in the late nineties or something. Um, it was about a father and son that basically used this radio frequency to, to communicate through time, like Mm -hmm. from the past, um, to the future and about an incident where they use this to kind of help each other. And that, that was sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, you mentioned Hot Tub Time Machine. (laughs) There's, I mean, X-Men Days of Future Past. You're going to find, there's so many out there. You're going to find movies out there in a quick Google search, you know, yeah. on what you can, you know, you, I'm sure there's something for everybody. And when it comes to this particular subject and that's, what's beautiful about it. You know, I think there are so many ways of thinking about time travel, but I think that you hit the nail on the head when you said that there are some basic rules that most people subscribe to nowadays. Yeah. 
you know, in terms of the consequences of time travel, not so much how, because, you know, there, there are so many ideas out there about how time travel could occur. And as long as really, if a movie establishes own rules that they just follow those rules, then yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm pretty good. All right. Cool. Do you have any other movies that you want to honorably mention before we go? Well, okay. This one, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of stuck. I don't know if I want to honorably mention it, but I want to say it did something cool. Um, I think it's the time machine. I think that's what the time machine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I'm, I'm looking it up now because I know there are other time machine movies, but it was the one about, um, what was the guy that wrote, um, about big brother and all that, you know? Nope. No, I forgot. I know what you're talking about, but I forgot the, um, yeah, well, that guy. Anyway, so it was, it, the movie itself wasn't a really good movie because... Oh, Jeremy Irons is in this one. Is it? The Time Machine. Jeremy See, Irons was in that's it. why I need to make sure I'm looking up the right one because it may not be the Time Machine. It may be Time Machine. It's from 2002? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, no, that's it. Okay. The Time Machine. It's with... um. Guy Pierce, mm-hmm. who that's why uh, I never really cared much for him. He looks funny to me, but <laughs> um, yeah. So it's about him that he created this time machine and he travels. You know, he's traveling, but there was a point where he's in this machine and something happens where he kind of get he he's bumped where he passes out and instead of it, traveling to, I guess the destination or the time that he expected which may have been just a couple years or a hundred years at the most it traveled eight hundred thousand years in the future oh my god like the fact that a movie attempted to go that far in the future and actually like explain society yeah i thought that was actually cool and it was it was interesting where the society as I mean, you could think of is what we would kind of consider primitive mm-hmm. um, because probably like Earth went through apocalypse and the whole like, you know, dinosaurs and everything all over again because it's that much time. Yeah. Um, so it's primitive. The only not the only bad thing, but the one real bad thing about it is. Of course, in the convenience of the movie world, they would find people that have some some ancient knowledge of English. Oh my God. And so he was able to communicate with them fine because they English, even though this is 800,000 years in the future, English is something that, Oh yeah. You know, they're, they're taught. Yeah. Like how we would know Latin or we are taught Latin in schools, but I'm like, yeah, that wasn't 800,000 yeah, years in the saying. past. Yeah. And so that was a little crazy, but I did always appreciate the temp that they actually that they actually focused a good chunk of the movie on this world in the future that I don't think a lot of movies would attempt to visualize that. Well, cuz I mean, even like Doctor Who that, you know, he is the time traveler and yeah. stuff. Um pretty much I think he's witnessed the end of the earth many times. And it was probably not 800,000 years in the future. Actually, no, I think it was like a million years in the future. So yeah, that would be about right. I feel like, um, where was I going? HG Wells. That's who I was thinking. Okay. It was, 
from his story. I wonder if, because this movie came out in 2002, and I back then, apparently the critics hated it. Yeah, it wasn't a good movie, actually. But I wonder <laughs> if it were to come out now. If something like that were to come out now, would it be... If more they well received if they if they redid the movie mm-hmm. i think uh, this is a movie based on a novel if they did a new version of it i think it could be it's just one and i, I didn't read the book so i don't know if the book really did focus like 90 percent of it on this future um and everything before was just whatever plot that they had to say just for it to make sense why he would even be in this future right but i think that to me was the problem with the movie it felt like the world like their attempt was very epic but the trying to take something epic in almost like an hour and a half time frame didn't really work so most of it felt rushed in the beginning Mm -hmm. i don't know It, it felt like the the last half of the movie felt like planet of the apes okay And I think a movie like Planet of the Apes, even like the remakes of it, Mm -hmm. um, how, uh, and I'm talking about the remake with Mark Wahlberg, not the um, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and stuff, how they pace, how he got there to what all happened when he was there was better than they spent a good like 45, almost an hour probably on his attempt to get, or not his attempt, but all the stuff that happened prior to him getting to this future. Gotcha. And so it just felt unbalanced to me. Okay. And you were wondering like, okay, well, what was the point of the movie? Was it about that or was it about this? So if the book isn't like that, okay. if the book is more well-balanced and stuff, yeah, remake it. Because okay. the story was cool. That sounds Why cool. not? Well... We'll I don't see. know what else to say, though. Well, I'm saying we'll see what you know Hollywood comes up with next. There's all kinds of stuff that's coming out every so often. So, yeah, I'm always excited. I I like the attempts that they make with time travel and how they blur the lines with, like you said, um, parallel universes or worlds within worlds within worlds. Yeah, and, and we'll see. Yeah, that's true. I think that's about all we can say about time travel. I think so too. And I want to give a quick shout out before we go to the upcoming Pluto flyby. I cannot wait. <laughs> I am so excited. In a few days, I think they said the 15th or 17th, something like that. They're going to have a more, <clears throat> a better rendering of the planet on its dark side because it, um, even on that side, it's still lit up by its moon. Yeah. So, I mean, good Lord, how awesome is that going to be? We've never seen images of Pluto like this. So, uh, so wait, are, is the current status is that Pluto's a planet or not? Because I can't keep Pluto up. Pluto is what they call a dwarf planet. It is not part of the planetary solar system that we are that earth is in so we're not in not we don't have nine planets currently we do not so okay we have eight planets and a dwarf planet and um there's another planet like world in between like jupiter and saturn or something like that i I need to look at what or whatever what maybe the um the kids textbooks are saying now because i'm like i can't keep up is it a planet or not a planet well that's the Make thing there are whole textbooks that still consider yeah Pluto a planet they had to like trash those now yeah and that's what's so interesting and that's why i started talking about society what society learns and what becomes common knowledge 
And it starts in the school system. And that's why I I am forever a fan of Interstellar yeah. for even attempting to start talking about uh, that yeah. and how how important it is to society that we have a well balanced and and a well balanced uh curriculum based on actual facts yeah. and not um or at least also the context to me right, it's and the okay context. to discuss the the um back and forth on is Pl- pluto a planet because that's the reality of our history yeah. and so it will allow children of this generation to know that yeah their parents may still consider pluto a planet but that's but it's because of this correct and I don't think a lot of, okay, we're getting like serious now. I don't think a lot of our education um, focuses on context because we, we, we do focus on facts, but it's facts of a bigger picture, right. like small facts of a bigger picture and not all the facts. Okay. Before we go, okay. let me ask you, if you had the opportunity mm-hmm. to travel through time, mm-hmm. would you? And would you rather go oh to the past or the future? Oh my God. Um, before, obviously when you're young, you like the idea of going back and changing something. But the more <laughs> I've been watching these movies, <laughs> the more I'm thinking maybe going back in the past is not a good thing. Yeah. Because just like, you know, you said earlier with Marty, he's like, hold up, I changed something and now I'm erasing my very existence. (laughs) What if somebody sees me as I currently am? They were never supposed to see me when they just happened to look over that way. Mm -hmm. What if they see me and suddenly their whole view changes and next thing you know, I've created the next Hitler. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know if I even want to go back to the past. I definitely don't want to go back. But how Mm. could you even go to the future? I want to. If the future hasn't happened yet. I don't know. That's why it's so weird. I want to. But then at the same time, I'm scared because you're going to the unknown. And you Correct. don't know if your future is going to be... And what future what? is it? Because it's not my future I'm going to. I guess it's the future as we, depending on if how time works, if it's linear, if it's different um, alternate timelines. But I would think it would be the future, the natural path that your future would be based off of the events that have happened in your life, but you don't know what has happened in that gap of time that you're traveling um, through. But I'm saying, what I'm saying is, I don't think it's even possible to travel to the future. Even if time travel became a thing, I don't think it's possible to even travel to the future. We would only be able to travel to the past. I don't think it's, I think if it's realistic, if it really happened, it would be something similar to how we were discussing what happened with Interstellar. Mm -hmm. Like something that is not how we see it in the movies. Like, oh, I just popped up in the future. It will be something where it's kind of like you are suspended. And so for you, for you, relative, when you wake up, you're in the future. And your body has an age and your body hasn't done that, but yeah, you actually were like just suspended for 30 something years. So to other people that have seen your suspended body, you didn't travel through time, but in, in, well, you yourself didn't necessarily go to a future. No, but I I know it's what I'm saying. That's what, but that's how I think it actually probably realistically would be Mm -hmm. where it's not time travel in the sense that we have it. You're just going into a space of, 
It's like a vacuum, a time vacuum. Yeah. Think of people that wake up from comas that have been in comas for a long time. Like yeah. when they wake it up stopped. I mean, technically. Yeah. That's why I'm future. And that's why I said you, there's no possible way. I don't think. And you know, if there's scientist people out there, please let me know. I don't think there's a way to actually go to a future because my timeline there's nothing happening. Well, we, we just don't know enough. To we are say. now in the future based on ourselves three minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. So there's no, you know, me now is future to three minutes ago, Kalina. So like, I can't go to five minutes in the future, Kalina, because nothing's happened. Yeah. I guess that's the thing. That's because if, okay. So just think of it this way. You can think of it as one of two ways. Either you now jumped let's say two hours in the future. Yeah. No, let's not even say that you jump one year in the future. There's a sense that you left from your present and was nowhere in time from your present until one year. You just popped up one year. Okay. In that sense, I understand what you're saying where you don't have any reference to know where your future would be because you didn't exist for that. There's time, no existence that time. The, yeah. But then there's some people that say, um, if you now jump from now to one year in your future, you still continue to exist in your present. It's just you. Okay. You jump from one year into your future and say at some point in the future, you jump back to the time right before you jump to the future. And so that's you continuing your timeline to get to the future. Right. But what I'm saying is that that's not, it doesn't seem possible. I hear exactly yeah. what you're saying, <laughs> but in that regard, it seems like just straight fantasy. Yeah. Because me now can't just break away from an existence Go because to the future and have the same Kalina continuing in that time. But that's because you're thinking linearly and maybe time isn't linear. That's okay. And that's why I said earlier, if I were to go to a future, it won't be my future. It would be a completely different well future. every future is not then won't be your future then if it wasn't if time isn't linear i and i actually do feel this way i feel like for every moment that i every second every millisecond there is another sicily that is experiencing that moment okay you know so in in essence none of the future none of these moments are really mine Right. It's all of mine, you know, right. if that makes sense. And so if you're not thinking linearly, you're existing in every point of time is just what point but wait, one on. of you decides to access. Hold on. But I am thinking linear, linearly because a, a point A and point B on a line only has the reference of the line of the in line. between the points. There is no point C because the line hasn't continued to point C yet. So how could I go to, from point B to point C? Oh my God, my head's hurting. I'm trying to. I'm trying to because our minds can't think beyond <laughs> that right now. But there is so much more. I don't think time is linear. Okay. I don't think it is. I think it's it's something that we can't even imagine. We just are trying our best from Well, whatever. I think it's the best example. Like, we keep going back to Interstellar. Like you said, I don't think there's a possibility to go to the future. It might be you are just suspended. But it's weird. You can't be suspended because... 
maybe the future it's not is so maybe much... it's about awareness like in interstellar it's like if you're you're not aware of that this point is a future it's still your present it's your present but it's your future based off of relative to someone else okay so maybe that goes back to what i said earlier in the podcast in this episode where i was talking about time planes not so much time loops or timelines but time planes where like if we were to go down into the molecular level and then even further into the atomic level of our our cells Mm -hmm. that's completely different plane of time possibly oh snap we're going places (laughs) and we're trying to end this uh cicely thank you for bringing up this topic because i can i could talk about this really for another two hours but uh, we, we obviously can <laughs> we won't but the, again there are so many movies out there that explore all of these issues and these kinds of stories and what could happen and consequences of time travel uh you know it's you will never be bored no. if you're going to stick with this kind no. of uh topic you know in your movie choices Yes. And I want to see more. I want to see more, more, more. I want more filmmakers to start really imagining things and really just talking about what all of this means. You know, every, every, every minute, every year we're coming up with new theories and, you know, ideas to support it. And let's, let's, let's let these movies take on these issues, these scientific and physics issues, physics issues and bringing them to the big screen. And let's, Let's have fun and with let's it. Let's discuss. And let's discuss more. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, this was fun. Thank you guys. So you can catch us at Real Snobs. That's R-E-E-L snobs.com. Catch us on Twitter at Real Snobs, Facebook, Real Snobs on Facebook, um, iTunes, Real Snobs. Real pretty snobs much podcast. Real Snobs podcast. Yes. Find us at Real Snobs. Google it's, us. Google us. Yeah. Like us. Um, and subscribe and let us know what you think about time travel. What are your favorite movies? What should we be talking about? What should be we should be watching? Yeah. Yeah. Talk to us because I need to watch more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.